Beyonce on the radio podcast. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Jeff, Flora, backstage, Ben. Week of, uh, well, it just it felt different, but it felt good in so many ways. Back to school and even the non-back to schoolers. It just vibed. Why? For example, going to the grocery store in the early portion of the afternoon, not as bonkers, crazy busy because people are, well, at work and or prepping for arrivals of of kids off the bus kind of thing. So I like it. And then it's the transition to fall. So I'm just, I'm in a real good headspace. I mean, outside of kind of attacking the elderly with um, Happy Grandparents Day. Uh, Sorry, Grandparents Day. I keep saying Happy Grandparents Day. But uh, I I love this week. Laura, how, how was the week for you? Uh, it was good. I mean, I, I've always vibed this week because to me, this this is the week of the year that feels more like New Year's week than New Year's week does. You know, like this is when if you want to start any good habits or do any kind of personal change, I really think this is the week. Okay. I, I no, like that. No pressure. Like that. Yeah. Well, it's the, uh, it's, the, uh, it's the transition of fiscal calendar year, too, for some businesses. So it does feel like <laughs> yeah. a new year. Absolutely. Well, hey. Could get you a new job because that's when layoffs always happen. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> Backstage. <laughs> but I mean, sorry, I was going to say, I'm also just starting, like, I'm doing another round of 30 days of jump rope starting Monday. Like, Look time at to you. Oh, yeah. Full on go beast in that mode. cocoon and mm-hmm. pop ready for Hot Girl Summer 2022. <laughs> I know we had to think about I know. I feel like we've missed it last year and a bit in life. And, and yeah. to a degree, I guess we all have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Week one for Benny with uh, the kiddos gone. How's that been? Yeah, boy, I bought some records. I uh, went for a very long lunch. I've oh. had naps that have been longer than like 12 minutes. It's been Whew. glorious. Whew. Oh, wait, did you mean the kids or did you mean me? No, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, no, I'm, it's been great. I'm sure, they're fine. <laughs> yeah, it's been glorious. Well, I, and I'm sure you'll, you'll speak on their behalf, but just the ability to, and Laura can relate too, like remember going to school, it was less about the book work. It was more about everything else, your friends, yeah. sports, extracurricular, recess, that kind of stuff. Yeah, we try around dinner time to do like a highs and lows sort of thing of the day with the kids to see, we try to gauge like- you know, what's the best thing? Did they have fun at recess? Did they learn something? And then for Lowe's, it's usually if somebody kicked them in the wiener or not. That's <laughs> generally what we get. But um, the highs have been like the whole day. It's been great. Everything's been awesome. And there's been not a lot of Lowe's, which is which is really a couple of wiener punches. But you know, that does happen. Well, I mean, what is that? Grade one? Uh, grade two. For oh, grade Ollie. two. Yeah. yeah you get a little hit in the ding dong. It yeah. happens. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. If it's not a friend, it's your bike because you're not used to riding with a backpack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm the question master and anybody who who's new to the podcast question master is normally something we kind of hold off till the end and what happens is we surprise the other two with just some questions sometimes they're random sometimes they relate mine is actually going to sprinkle in kind of through the course of some of the conversation i've got three at this point and we'll see kind of where it shakes out but it's almost like a weekend review and a questions that tie Ooh, back to it. Fun. So in the whole back to school vein obviously we just acknowledge it and we had some fun through the course of the week what do you wish someone taught you a long time ago? Could have been public school, could have been high school, whether it be a subject, whether it be some earlier life lessons that you discovered later. Is there something that it, I feel like there's been that, man, if I only knew this years ago? Yeah, well, for me, especially based on the podcasts that I've listened, been listening to in the last little bit, definitely personal finance. Yeah. I'm 100%. Uh, I've learned so much in the last three weeks and I feel like I've seriously, it, it's crazy how much just the smallest, a bit of financial literacy knowledge can take you. Like, it's not like I've been making any more money, but my money smarts and my debt has 
gone down significantly, yeah. even just since listening to these podcasts. What, yeah. sorry, your money smarts went down or money smarts, <sighs> comma? That went down, yeah, smarts okay. went up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, 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 yes. Good. <laughs> like a little yin-yang, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I totally agree in a lot of ways. It was the old, like, why are we... You get to that point in school where I think you know, like, I do not need algebra for what I'm going to no, yeah. stream through with my yeah. course, of, course of education. So I think there's a little more of, of everyday math being included with some of the curriculum. I'll find out as uh, my, my daughter in grade 10, she has a few different courses and one is like data management and stuff. And yeah. we didn't have that when I went. And I, okay, make the old jokes. I would have loved something like that. Yeah, yeah. For me, it was, um, I was in a really small high school for the first three years, so it was a lot of, there were just classes that didn't exist. Like, there wasn't even really a home ec class, yeah. there was no shop, there was nothing like that, so I missed out on a lot of that that area of learning, mm-hmm. and then by grade 12, when I went to a bigger school, um, I had checked out by then, <laughs> so I, <didn't, laughs> I just, I took all the bird courses that I could. But um, I think for me, it was it, like the finances was a big part of it. But I think for me, it was more that I paid attention to a lot of the stuff. Like science class, I hated science class. I hated it. Yeah. And now it fascinates me. You know, like that's one of those things where I just wish if I could have been taught anything, it's that this will be stuff that you would like down the road. You know, like this is even like I was always like the kid that I had my my head in the clouds and my eyes up at the stars, but then I didn't pay any yeah. attention to the actual yeah. science around the yeah. whole thing. So I just like, I am so, um, uh, ignorant of so much of that, that it like, it fascinates me now. And like we read articles and so much of it just goes way over my head that I wish I would have known a little bit more about that stuff. The, the nice thing is you have yeah. so many resources today that you're able to pick yeah, up, you know, it, sure. it may be kind of the, the literal Coles notes version in comparison mm-hmm. to, you know, a full semester of something. Yeah. But you still get to uh, enjoy things like the stars and yeah, sure know, do. mixing some adult fun, some substances sure that will get do. you there. <laughs> Boy, do I yeah. seem real smart at about 11 p.m. on a Friday night. <laughs> but you know what? I just put together a desk that I bought off of Amazon, and it's so true. Like, I wish I would have even taken shop class because yeah. it blew my mind. I never knew. I never knew up until two days ago how you put two pieces of wood together without actually being able to see the screw. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. It blew my mind. And that little joint that you stick in, like, the hole <laughs> and you twist it. Uh, it's not a bobbit or something else. <laughs> but anyway, I was just fascinated. I'm like, damn, the fact that somebody actually thought of this way of building something with their own mind, it just, like, it blew my mind. I think it's cool. Like, I wish I, I wish in school I learned more trades. Yeah, even those aren't top-tier woodworking because there's a way, if you nail something or screw it in, you can actually you like chisel off a little bit of the wood, but keep it so it, it curves up, like it curls up a little bit. You put your screw Ooh. or your nail or whatever, and then you you glue it down and sand it, and it completely disappears. It's unbelievable. There's so many neat things. The yeah. same thing. For me, I clearly love what I do. I'm doing it. But if I had the ability to at least learn trades through yeah. high school yeah. and a little more push in that of like, be practical. I'm totally aware computer sciences and, and that technology will have a greater stake in life. Yeah. But- from my lifetime, there's still you're still going to need actual physical human bodies to do a lot of those trades. Yeah, because what like how many years until they get an, a machine that can come and set tile in your house for that backsplash and or make it affordable, right? For sure, for an for everyday sure. kind of scenario. But to learn to to do some tile work and those kind of things, that's the old the shin kick yourself to go, man, damn, I wish I was was able to pick that yeah. skill up. I'm much more Ron Burgundy than Ron Swanson in that. <laughs> <laughs> Talked about. Um, I made some jokes, started off with a little satire surrounding canceling uh, Grandparents' Day. 
by, uh, yes. by saying they already apologize for real this time. They already have so much. I thought it was fun. I thought like I thought it was kind of cutesy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you missed it, okay. I think it's it's better served to listen to it kind of uh, live and as it happened on on Thursday's show. So we're recording this Friday, but if you go back to Thursday's show was uh, what is that September 9th you'll you'll hear the early morning conversation and and ba- I'll, I'll try to in bullet points where it's like the elderly like why do they have to be so greedy they have so much <laughs> with birthdays and anniversaries <laughs> and senior discounts and all that stuff and Laura was not too pleased and then Friday I gave an update him saying like not only that but you have hobbies on top of that because I said I was apologizing but I was basically apologizing for because I forgot to put some things on that list <laughs> that included that spouse that you know, by your 53rd wedding anniversary, you were done with. Like, I don't want to have a cast from you anymore. Leave me alone. You sleep in separate <laughs> bedrooms. And I'm like, well, the benefit is they're probably dead now, so you don't have to worry about it. You don't need to. You'll never be a divorcee. Uh, <laughs> but all that being said, um, what do you want to do when you retire? Like, I know so much about both of you, but I, let's say the age of 65, you hit your golden years. You got lots of dough in the bank, so you can kind of choose your own adventure. But like, what... I know things will definitely change, especially for Laura, over the next 35 years and many uh, 25, 28 plus mm. years. But have you, have you given it any thought to this point in life? Oh, oh yeah, I have. I've already got a full plan. So there's a couple routes. Obviously, it would be wonderful to be a snowbird and have that wonderful timeshare in Brazil for six months of the year. Amazing. However, uh, retirement goal of mine has always... Uh, and I've, I've now learned as a young homeowner that I don't want to do this right now. Like if I had the chance to retire, let's say early and hit the lotto for some weird reason, I don't know if I would do this right now in my life. This is something specifically that I want to save until I'm older, which is I want to have a hobby farm uh, with, I want to train service dogs for a living or a hobby because you know, they don't pay you to do that. You just (laughs) are trying to be a good person. Uh But I also want to have like, a dog ranch. So always have wanted horses. So I'd sauce in a couple of those big dogs too, because that's basically <laughs> what they are. But I want to do like a dog day camp where kids who are afraid of dogs or maybe just need like a new furry buddy in their life. I want to take all the dogs that nobody wants to adopt and just have a farm full of them, but do a day camp where kids who are freaked out by dogs can, you know, get to know them and maybe, maybe hopefully not be so afraid of them because they're pretty awesome. And I couldn't imagine going through life being afraid of dogs or not even knowing how to act around them properly, right? Because maybe your parents are afraid of dogs or whatever. So you don't know that you should ask to pet them before you just go <laughs> try to grab their tail or something like that. Get that us. would be mine. Get us Canine Kingdom. Ooh. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that kind of sounds like a cemetery. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it sounds like that or a cult. <laughs> it's a dog yeah, cult. Hey, I don't know hey, how I, much she loves if, cults. Yeah. See, if I were to retire early, I would just start a cult. So. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's that too. So what do you want to do when you retire backstage, Ben? Um, keep breathing. Hopefully okay. I'm still alive. That's my main goal is to still be alive at that point. Um, I. <laughs> For me, it is a lot of relaxation. I'm looking forward to like travel, but also travel to fun places where it's not, not a whole lot of uh, excursions. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I think that a blend of that would be a really nice, like an idealistic way to do it. Yeah, yeah. I think I will eventually move closer to a larger body of water. I'm a big ocean fan, rather mm-hmm. than uh, as much as I love the lake. Yeah, I think that's probably what's going to happen. So we might just be uh, permanent snowbirds. Who knows? Not the worst idea. Not the worst. No, 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 no. not at all. I don't all. know if Florida is going to be the destination or not, but yeah, I know. Like <laughs> that's always that seems to be the thing. Like uh, if you're from Ontario East, Florida is usually your destination. Uh, anything west, and and that was what we discovered when we lived in Manitoba uh, back in 08 to 2010 ish. 
the amount of people that it's like, oh, what do you? Oh, we're headed south. Oh man, enjoy Florida. They look Florida. Oh, we go to Arizona. Yeah, that yeah. bit in Arizona, and I I've been there three times now, and I love that. I like the dry heat. The whole the yeah. the swamp ass, the literal swamp ass yeah. you get in Florida is. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that. So while it was fun as a child, I. I'll, I'll go intermittently, but uh, honestly, I think I would be able to aim myself in that direction. It's hard. We're all we all have somewhat recency bias, I guess. But wherever we've been, you know that yeah. sort of thing. And San Francisco is one of the few like coastal, real coastal places that I've been, and it was just incredible and super. I I find that West Coast is a lot more uh, a lot more laid back, a lot more surfer vibey than mm-hmm. than a lot of the East Coast or or. Florida and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Insanity I've never Florida. been to the West Coast ever. So that's on my list. I, San Fran seems like a good time. You know, with the with the big East Coast, West Coast beef, I, I was always team West Coast. West Saeed. Yep. I've, uh, I've done Vancouver, which is fun. I've done that twice. Mm-hmm. It was shocker, raining both times. But <laughs> I want to do like Seattle, Portland, that kind of thing. I want to zip down yeah. the coast. That is it's super hipsterville now, but I do love that sort of thing. Yeah, I'll get me to try. I mean, the worst thing is you just don't go back again. You at least acknowledge it, enjoy the time, and then yep. go, okay, that was good. Uh, that's all. We'll check that one off. We also talked earlier this week, our beloved Laura, she was a tired puppy one day, and that falls back to waking up a hair early, because you've, you've got a bit of a drive, a, a commute every morning to make your way to London from, from Waterloo, and- yep. Laura met her friend as in 3.33 a.m., the witching hour, <laughs> a.k.a. half of 666, so the story on that is like you had a toughie, you you had you had full on, like you were locked in your bed, like you couldn't move. No. So I am a frequent night terror person. I always get nightmares, but I call them like, you know, there's a, I think there is a difference between a night terror and a nightmare where like a night terror for me is it ruins your whole day. You are sure. just in a funk because you don't sleep properly. And for me, I normally wake up multiple times in the night. So, for and they happen often enough for me. I'm pretty used to like some dudes trying to murder me. You know, <laughs> sometimes it's actually people I know too, which is really freaky and could actually happen. I mean, mm? but that's not the one that freaks me out the most in terms of the dreams. It's always the ghosts. And I happen to have a ghosty dream on Tuesday night and it, they freak me out so much that if I wake up in the middle of the night, I will normally wake up the beautiful Brazilian cyber cop just because I need someone else to be awake. <laughs> but the issue is, is that my last nightmare ended right when I was supposed to wake up for work. And that's when I realized I wake up right smack dab in the middle of witching hour every single day. My alarm is generally set for 325. And I was so afraid when my alarm went off at 325 in the morning because 333 is coming up. And if you've watched any horror movies, there was this one video game that my brother used to play that like all the clocks always said 333, super scary and all that stuff. I couldn't get out of bed. I waited till like three. I stayed in bed for like a good 15 minutes, which I'm sure, you know, messed up my whole timeline for the rest <laughs> of the day there. But I was too scared. I was too scared. Even though I could see the glow of my plants grow light from the in- from the living room, couldn't do it. That's okay. Hey, you're an adult now. There are no rules. You like, well, it's out of getting to work, but you can, if you want to get up at three thirty-seven, you can do that because you make your own rules. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of yep. a bit of a gift of paying taxes. Ain't no school bus coming for me. No, that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, but the question out of all of this, the witching hour and, and crazy dreams that kind of accompany it, if you could choose your dreams, what would you prefer to dream about? Ooh. Mm. Uh 
I think I would prefer to dream about... See, so I have an issue too. So all my dreams are super vivid. If they happen, they are going to be insanity. If I do happen to have a good dream, I also have an issue. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the other yeah. way. Sometimes they're so good that I will actually wake up sad. That it's that... not reality? Yes. Yeah. So I don't want dreams that are that good. I don't want to, that's too good. You know, oh. you know, my philosophy, I would rather have low expectations and be pleasantly surprised <laughs> and have high expectations and be disappointed. Okay. So I don't want that kind of dream. I would just like uh, regular average dreams or dreams that are really like wild and crazy and fun, mm -hmm. but not something that I would ever wake up being sad about not happening. If that makes sense. It Something does, that still sure. says like, hey, like a, like a dream that still knocks you on the head and it's like, hey, you still have an imagination, like just to know it still is in there, but not something so fun that you wake up like, oh, I hear that. Wow, you've really tamped down your own expectations. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like wow. dreams are supposed to be the wild and crazy, like living yeah. the most very, the very best extravagant life mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. But no, mm -hmm. okay, Laura, you just, you want predictable, but then a little bit of unpredictability to bring you that joy. Yeah, just a little Fair. slice of weird. Like maybe five <laughs> minutes in dreamland can be like weird and crazy and awesome. But then it's just like maybe I'm dreaming in the dream. Ha. Oh, oh, oh wow. boy. Oof. We've got Inception, a little. Big time. We got a, the Matrix is broken. Yeah. Um, backstage, yes. Ben, if you could choose your dreams, what would you prefer to dream about? Sex dreams all the time. Oh, okay. Yep. Love me a good sex dream. It's fun. <laughs> really? I do. Yeah. I mean, I don't have, I don't. I, I'm a very, very deep sleeper, so I don't remember most of my dreams. But there are times where if I remember a sex dream, it's usually really, really good. <laughs> and it's generally something that's not, uh, well, physically possible, maybe. <laughs> but that's like, okay, then what do you do? Let's say you and Jeff and Jeff's bestie, Whoa, Adam. Why am I in his sex dream? No, no, no. <laughs> you and Jeff and his bestie, Adam, you go on another one of your little bro trips oh, yeah. to Toronto. What do you do if you are not with... Miss Backstage Sarah, and you are having sex dreams everywhere you go. Is that not like, I just feel like that could be a little bit of an awkward situation in the morning. Oh, like, it, oh, I see. Well, yeah. You if it was last time, I had my own bed and Jeff and Adam shared a bed, so yeah. that's not an issue. <laughs> and Adam, Adam snores so loud, I didn't sleep anyway. So I was just sitting there. So I, I, yeah, I wouldn't be upset about it. No, I, I like... I like I like dreams that uh, involve something that's not not possible, but like whether it's just pure id, you know, I like that sort of thing. And I mean, sex dreams are basically pure id too. But something that would be um, like a winning the lottery situation or anything like that, I don't know. I, I don't think I'd be sad waking up knowing that it's not real. Maybe I would be. But what's worse, that or having a dream about being at work and then waking up and having to go to work. <laughs> yeah. I have. Yeah, but what if, what if you have sex dreams and then like you can't like you gotta kind of like solve your situation like for like you know. Oh, the I just feel like you're like just. The... Yeah, yeah, I just feel like mm. you're gonna be a walking like pervert. You're gonna be so thirsty all the time. A walking Ugh. water diviner, just <laughs> hand sanitizer. De <laughs> dehydrated like a mofo. <laughs> just so much going on. I, I honestly, I thought it would be. When I thought Ben's uh, Laura, I think I, in a way, kind of thought, "Yep, Laura, like you like a little bit of predictable, but the surprise in the same." If that makes any sense, which I know they almost cancel each other out because I, I uh, you, you often talk about you hate being let down. Uh, yeah. So
Yeah, who doesn't? Like, so, who says, like, oh, I'd love a big old bull of disappointment today? <laughs> not like that. Not like that. But with Benny, I thought necessarily sex wouldn't be his top priority. I thought it'd be something related to, like, movies or records or yeah. that he was in He was in a band, you know, back in the 70s and or something Those like that. Those are my that. daydreams, honestly, though. Yeah. I daydream a lot about that sort of stuff. I Like, if I'm just cruising Facebook or something like that, if I see, like, a venue, I love the idea. And it's great in radio. It's nice that we actually get to see, like, the backstage part of the venues or, like, we get to be on stage and see what it's like to be up there. I think yeah. that's awesome. I love that sort of thing. So to be able to play an instrument up there would be really cool. That'd but also I'd have to be good at it, so it would have to be a dream. Well, think of the blend. <laughs> you could play an instrument and then go backstage and have sex. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so we blend. Rock and roll lifestyle. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Benny gets the best of uh, both worlds. <laughs> okay, so the, and, and the last one is a little bit of a, it actually kind of leans into touch to the daydream part. And this is, is oh so random, but... We, we, I would say almost every day there's an afternoon text. If nothing else, there's an evening text of yep. something or, oh my God, this happened or for tomorrow's show. But I, th- I think I know Laura's. What wastes the most time in your day-to-day life? Because Girl, you've sleeping. said, yeah, exactly. You've said right now. I, like, yeah. Mine is so obvious. It is sleeping. I mean, obviously the commute's a little f- too but i mean it is that part is what it is and i've actually it's only half sorry benny you're gonna have to, it's only half you're gonna have to bleep that again oh, okay so, right. uh, a lot of beeps here uh because i started listening to these like essentially self-help podcasts i hate saying that because it sounds like i'm like <laughs> going off a ledge or something but it, like podcasts where i can learn stuff stuff so now my drive is actually pretty efficient and i like that i don't like to waste time if i'm doing something where i can be multitasking i'd like to do it mm-hmm. however sleeping i don't want to be sleeping and night terroring at the same time which seems to be as of late hands down it's sleep if i could shuffle that into the nighttime, i would but i also love staying up all night so it's a bit of a unsolvable problem at the moment but that would be it, 100%. I could see it. I thought uh, maybe your number two would be TikTok, because sometimes you can lock in on that and spend a lot of time yeah. on it. Yeah, I go in waves. I, I, uh, But TikTok, I can still put down. Sleep, you kind of can't ignore. Like, eventually, you hit a wall, and you're like, ah, oh, here we go. I know. Yeah, at six. Yeah, my day doesn't allow it today, unfortunately. Like, I know I'm going to be tired all day, so it's the old... What mechanisms can I use to support to get past it? Yeah. Where otherwise, like a Friday afternoon nap is glorious. For me, I think that is my least favorite feeling in the world. (laughs) I hate feeling tired. Seriously. Yeah, I do too. It's miserable. That is, especially if I am in a social setting, I will do anything to wake myself up. I will chug some Red Bulls. I will like even like go for I'll I will start standing up when everyone else is sitting down just because I don't want to be I don't want to be boring to people. I feel like if you can't be interesting when you're tired, it's impossible. Yeah, that's true, but I struggle to think you've ever been boring to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you're one of the most fun humans yeah. I know. Um okay, Benny. That's a tough one. I think the um it's hard because compared to Laura, the drive sucks. I don't like being just, I'm, ex- I'm a half an hour away and that is just far away enough to make it inconvenient. You know, like it's. Yeah, it's, that's still just, yeah, it's okay. You can say you don't like your commute just because mine's longer. I'm yeah. like, well, my commute is <laughs> yeah. way bigger than yours. How to one up me, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> that is, and, and in the same vein as 
hating feeling tired. And Laura, I, I know your pain a little bit. I drove an hour and a half for a few months when I first started. Yeah. And knowing you're tired and knowing you're going to be sitting for a long time is my wor- is the worst feeling. Yeah. yeah. I cannot fight the droopy eyes at times in the theater. Sometimes in a movie theater, oh. um, in class, it always happened. On the bus in Toronto, it would always happen. And driving, I make sure that obviously it's not going to happen. <laughs> like I do everything I can to make that not happen. But there are times, like if I'm in the passenger seat, there's a good chance I'm out within like three minutes. If I have that Same. feeling, that tired feeling, it's horrible. So, yep. um, like the biggest time waster is the drive because it's like I always have to accommodate for that half hour. We're talking about we've got a golf tournament coming up next week, and I'm like, I don't have to miss the last couple holes because I'm so far away from home to get yeah. the kids and that sort of thing. So that's the worst. I do love an afternoon nap. I hate the feeling of if it's too short, feeling crummy for the rest of the day. But also, if it's too long, you've wasted that time. Again, with young kids, I have very limited time to myself <laughs> and to to watch something that I want to watch or play a game that you know, an M-rated game basically that the kids yeah. wouldn't wouldn't vibe on right away. So there is that very small amount of time. It's finding that sweet spot where I can have a little nap, feel good for the rest of the day, but still get a little bit of a little bit of Benny time in there. <laughs> Would you? Okay, so kind of a, a an add on to that one. If you had to pay money, like. What would your price be if someone, if you were exhausted and they're like, hey, for a hundred bucks, you can have an hour nap. You can have 90 minutes. Uh, well, but. Or would you would fight that... through it to go like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't want to spend the money. Yeah, I don't know. It depends. Like, is everyone else, does time pause? Will you now? No, 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 no. Because like. No, it'd be well, like. like I. No, then that's like total FOMO. I'm not going to just go bail on the party at <laughs> yeah, the sleep. I've had the same thing. Even this week, I had a lunch with a friend that lasted, and I knew I was going to miss out on my nap. The lunch was like three hours long. Totally worth it. Felt like ass the rest of the day, yeah. but <laughs> totally worth and it. And then you attempt yep. an early bed, and then you get up there, and you can't settle, and the next yep. thing you know, you're like, oh, cool, 1045. Uh, Wicked. Yep. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Okay, it's good to see that. And yeah, that's the same for shift workers. A couple of my friends, just in various industries, um, Healthcare, like, and for for my friend Bev, with having to go in so much earlier just to get on all the gear because of everything COVID and the procedures that yeah, they have. Yeah. And she talks about the lack of sleep, like like averaging. Oh, cool, average four hours twelve minutes this week. And I like, I don't. For we have a, our job is we just we need to have like a quick brain, a quick mind, and you yeah. can be, but you can kind of get around being fatigued, like. Your delivery room nurse, she's going for eight to 12 hours mm. minimum. Yeah. Those to me are superhumans. Yeah. Those in shift work and factory lines and that kind of stuff where you don't have the ability to coast. I fear with um, with the pandemic and the fact that I've had no social life for the past year and a half, you know, it picked up a little bit over the summer. But there was a time, and Jeff, you know this very, like, all too well, I would, I would give up having any sleep at night to go do something fun. Like mm-hmm. if there was a show in town or something like that. I, I figure, you know what, really the difference for me between going to bed at 1130 and 2.30 in the morning, it's, it's minimal. <laughs> you know, what's the difference That's between a nap. four yeah. hours or an hour and a half yeah. of sleep, that sort of thing. So I, I was always able to have almost no sleep and struggle through the day, get home and sleep. I don't know that I have that in me anymore. I'm worried that I've crossed that threshold of I'm going to like, 
I might actually turn things down because I'm worried about losing out on sleep. I, f- I really want to, I really choose my battles in that, in yeah. that place now. Yeah. Cause I've been doing this for a little while too. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. When you started, it's like, whoa, let's get it all. Yeah. You, you, it's the FOMO of missing it. But yeah. now it's like, is that worth the setback of three or four days of feeling like ass? I don't, I don't know about that. Well, let me tell you about this. So I need to tell you about this app that I, I'm doing the free trial of. Honestly, I've seen, I'll be real with you guys. I've seen the iPhone version. It's way better. I totally in- encourage both of you to download it, if, especially if you have an iPhone. But it's called Rise, and it tracks your sleep data. You can enter it in manually. Mine is just synced with the Fitbit or whatever. But talking about sleep and and not having sleep you know, one day so you can have fun and trying to catch up on it, this app actually claims that your sleep debt goes in spans of two weeks. So the way that you've slept for the two weeks leading up to today affects how your energy is going to be today. And this app is pretty incredible because it'll tell you when your your dips and your peak energy moments are. It'll tell you when you should stop eating food so you don't have a garbagey sleep. But it's really interesting to see this app track and say, well, like right now I've got 8.4 hours of sleep debt that I need to catch up on. all of that. I don't want an app telling me how shitty I am going to feel and already do feel. I don't I, I don't love that because I don't like the idea of say you're gonna go to the doctor and you you have your appointment. If the doctor tells you ahead of time, ooh, it's gonna suck, you know, like this is really gonna hurt. That's not fun. Or anything like that, or you're at your appointment and they're like, oh, the next two weeks are gonna be really terrible for you. I wouldn't like don't do anything. I don't like that idea. I don't like being prepared for or being told extra how crappy I should be feeling. Like, I know if I'm feeling crummy, I don't need an app to tell me it's going to be worse. (laughs) (laughs) But I love it because you can track and see when your energy peaks are going to be, even on those days. Like, so I'm tired now. So it says, uh, because the Wi-Fi here is dog shit. It also isn't loading properly. But like, (laughs) I'm at like a, I'm at like a 60% energy potential where at the beginning of the week I was at like a 78 or 80 but at least it'll still tell you, even though your peak might be lower energy than what it was, I can still use that and harvest those, you know, that hour or two where I won't feel like a bag of shit <laughs> and use it. Wow, you, you guys, know, that's what I like about it. You're so tired. You're now grumpy talking about being yeah, so tired. Know, it's the worst. <laughs> that app, I, yeah. yeah. Well, I think it serves a purpose. Because my thing is with my uh, my Apple Watch, I get some alerts and sleep stuff too. Yeah. And I yeah. Uh, this past weekend, so Labor Day weekend with that extra day, that's my thing is I act like that day is a full week off. Yeah. So my in, in 48 hours, I had a total of nine hours sleep. And then, God admit, I might have been a little grumpy around the house. And then I finally got told by all three of the women in my house, if you're going to act like this, if so if you're going to stay up and party and be that, we can't be the receivers of this whole negative yeah, energy. Yeah, I'm crumpy and crusty. Yeah. So like, okay, so you got choices, pal. I'm like, oh, I don't want to make choices. Yeah, no, I, I know that feeling for sure. What's that app? Sorry, Laura, what's that app again? What's it called? It's called Rise. Rise. I got to try this sucker. I'd be curious to see. Yeah, it's interesting. I just like to see the data. I think the science behind it is pretty cool. And also the app even says, like, obviously no one can get perfect sleep all the time, but it also encourages you, let's say you have like a big meeting or something that you know you want to be really you know mentally alert for yeah then get extra sleep leading up to that and you know then then go back to sacrificing your sleep for other things i just think it's interesting i think it's neato 
I have, uh, rather than an app telling me how tired I am, I have the mirror. <laughs> I can just take a look in the mirror and see those big dark circles. Yeah, well, concealer hides that eyes. for me, baby. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so there it is, another conversation of uh, some stuff on the show and a little bit deeper with all of us. So it gives, it gives you a chance to know us, so then when we say stuff on the show, it really connects. Yeah. Man, this really serves a double purpose now, doesn't it? <laughs> That's the podcast. Much love. Thanks for chatting and hanging out with us, friends, and we will all chat real soon.